Welcome to A Brief Chat, the show about living authentic lives on our own terms. I'm Jason Crane. You can find this show and become a member at abriefchat.com, and I hope you will. Today is Wednesday. It's the sixth day of November 2019. On yesterday's show, I was talking about the ways in which the world and our existence in it, especially us in the first world, the way in which our existence is likely to change in the decades ahead because the system of which we're currently a part is not in any way supportable. It's important to note that even if it were supportable, the way that we live creates a hellish life for a ton of people on this planet. So it's not worth supporting, even if it were possible to continue the unbelievably reckless and dangerous way that we all live into the future. We shouldn't do it anyway. It's just it's morally not defensible. I mentioned that this whole thing came out of a conversation that I had with a friend over the weekend And another big part of that conversation was talking about time. Time is really our only resource. It's it's the base resource of all of our lives. It's the only thing we have that is irreducible. Everything we do is because we have the time to do it, and everything we don't do is because we don't have the time to do it or we choose to use our time for something else. And time is both finite and unpredictably finite which means that we don't have an unlimited amount of time because none of us is immortal as far as I know. If you are and you're listening, Jason at a brief chat.com, I'd love to meet you. But as far as I know, none of us is immortal and none of us knows when we're going to die. Probably Uh, you might get sick and find out that you, you know, can pinpoint a lot more closely than the average person, the time of your death. But with very, very few exceptions, no one knows exactly when you're going to die. So if the primary resource, the thing that is absolutely the most important to the the functioning of our lives, is going to unpredictably run out sometime, it really makes you think about how you spend that resource. Like, would you guzzle a glass of water if you weren't sure if it was the last drink of water that was available to you? I'm not sure if that's a great analogy, but that's the first one that popped into my head. In any case, an analogy isn't really necessary. What I'm talking about is you're only going to live for so long, you don't know when the end is going to be, and so it's possible that right now, spending this 10 minutes listening to my voice is your final 10 minutes. So, you know, thanks. But is this how you want to go out? Now, I'm not encouraging you to shut off the program, but what I am encouraging you to do is to think more closely about your time. Here's what that means to me. Right now, because of the capitalist system in which I live and what it's necessary for me to do to live in it, I trade part of my time every day to someone or something else generally speaking it's a it's a thing it's a a corporation you know a larger entity than just another person but i trade some part of my life each and every day and what i get back for it is in my way of thinking not worth the trade what i get is generally speaking just enough material resources to remain alive to continue making that trade that to me is a really raw deal. I I don't like it at all. I don't think it's fair. I don't think it's morally justifiable. And I certainly don't think it's the best use of my incredibly finite resource of time. So as I look ahead, what I'm trying to do is rebalance the equation as much as possible. Now, I'm 
I'm unlikely, it's not impossible, but I'm unlikely to be able to absent myself completely from capitalism. I've talked about it on this show before, and uh, Owen and I have talked about it, that, for example, we both take medications, and unless there's a way to get around that somehow, those medications have to be purchased, you know, unless we can find a way to steal them or trade for them or something. But in any case, as long as that's the case, we're going to need money to do that with. So it's probably not possible to completely exempt ourselves from capitalism. But for me, the question becomes, how can I rebalance my trade of time right now so that I'm trading as little of my time as possible, A, in the doing of actions I really dislike, and B, trading it to people or corporations I really dislike. So for example, looked at very practically, one way that I trade my time is I trade it directly into individuals in the form of freelance writing that I do and that people pay me directly for, and there's no intermediary. And I'm extremely selective about who I do this writing for. So I never do any writing for someone whose product is either harmful, and by product, I'm generally speaking of music, musical output. That's I mostly write for musicians, but not exclusively for musicians. I write for a few businesses too. So places that I don't think are harmful and generally speaking, actively support, like think are doing pretty good things in the world. Part of what I'm trying to figure out is how do I make much more of the balance of my time trade, that kind of time trade. But even better, there's another kind of time trading I do, which is I trade the time it takes me to make this show and the jazz session for money from people who directly support it because they appreciate what it is that I'm creating. Now, unfortunately, at this exact moment, the number of people who do that is a tiny fraction of the people who listen to what I create. It's a larger fraction in this show because there aren't very many listeners yet. But in terms of the jazz session, it's way, way out of whack. The number of people who listen versus the number of people who contribute anything to the show is extremely disproportionate. So what I'm trying to figure out on that front is how do I get more people to contribute so that the time that I spend doing this thing, which I actively enjoy, it's not, it's not only something I am okay doing, it's something I want to do. How do I have more of my time trade be this kind of time where I do something I really enjoy and other people support it? Ideally, I'd like to get to a place where I'm not trading any of my labor time to a corporation or to you know some sort of entity that I really dislike. I'm definitely not there yet. As you all know, if you've ever heard this show before, I work for a multinational corporation. And right now I have to trade a significant amount of my time just to be able to stay housed and fed and clothed, and so does my partner, who doesn't feel exactly the same way about this that I do, to be fair. I don't want to speak for them, but certainly they feel that way about trading the time that they're trading right now for what they're getting back in exchange. So I think there are two, you know, two things are coming together in these two episodes. One is that in the future, and not the distant, distant future, but the I think the foreseeable future, we're likely to have to figure out how to use more of our time to do things that we pay people to do now. For example, producing food, you know, sheltering ourselves, fixing things in those shelters, coming up with clothing, you know, trading goods and services with a small group of people around us. I think we're going to have to spend more of our time doing that kind of work. 
And so some amount of this time trade will probably be put directly into labor that benefits a small community. But in the interim between now and then, or while we're setting those things up, we also have the question about how do we make more of the time we have to trade? How do we make that time feel better? And how, how do we remove it as much as possible from the things that are making the world worse? I don't think there's any way to avoid these things. And while I understand that not everybody thinks, well, not not only not everybody, but most people don't think the way I think. I do believe that part of that is because most people don't think about this at all. It's kind of just set up for us as a fait accompli right at the beginning. Like this is how your life is going to be. You're going to trade a bunch of your time for education that you may or may not value and may or may not help you later. And you're going to do that so that you can trade other parts of your time for, uh, you know, material sustenance. And no one ever says in the beginning of your life, you only have this much time and you don't even know how much this much is. So you better spend as much of it as possible doing the things that matter the most to you and spending it with the people who matter the most to you, et cetera, et cetera. And I think we really miss out by not thinking of our lives like this. I have a t-shirt uh, which I got from a Buddhist group because Buddhism actually is quite good at thinking about death in a in a positive way but also as a motivating thing. And the t-shirt says this body will be a corpse. That's incredibly valuable to remember. And the t-shirt doesn't say this body will be a corpse in 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. I mean this body, my physical being, it could end tonight for all I know. It could end immediately after the recording of this episode. It could end during the recording of this episode. Probably it won't, but you can only extend that probably it won't out so far because there is no time that's promised to us at all. And any time that you spend now trading to something that you don't like, it's not like you're banking up time that you're going to get later because there is no later. And that's the problem. Like, that's the idea of working until retirement. That idea that, well, I'm I'm not using this part of my life now for what I would like to do. But once I don't have to do this anymore, then I will use all those years to live the life. Well, there's literally no guarantee that you're going to have any of those years. You might drop dead at your desk tomorrow. So I guess all I'm asking you is to think and this is something I'm really I'm struggling with, and you know I'm I'm not I'm not saying this from a position of having figured it out. I'm saying this from a position of being there in the struggle. What I'm asking you is to think of your most precious resource, to think of your time, and how much of it you're using to do stuff you hate for people you hate, and then start thinking about okay, how can I rebalance this time trade to be more in my favor? And it might take a while. I totally get that. It's taken a while with me, but. I think it is possible, and I think it's possible for all of us. I'd love to hear your thoughts about this or anything else that ever comes up on this show. You can send me an email at jason at abriefchat.com. Also, speaking of trading time, I would love it if you would support this show. It would mean the world to me. You can do that at abriefchat.com. And then if you would trade a little bit of your social capital by telling your friends about the show, that would be fabulous. I love you. A better world is possible. Please.